Today, This American Dice presents Inspectors, a game of all sorts of hauntings and the people who try to stop those hauntings. How can they catch those ghosts? How can they blast those booze? How can they make the booze be gone? We'll find out today on This American Dice. We're just getting ready to do our Inspectors one-shot. We were about to go over character development, but knowing how hilarious it would probably be, figured this would be a good place to start. Um, okay, so Neil, Lee, I know you just did your character, but you want to do it one more time? Uh, sure. So Neil O'Neill is a failed stand-up comedian who's preoccupied with death. Awesome. And he's preoccupied with death because... Oh, because he had a brush with death. And so that's how his uh, stand-up comedy routine went from middlingly good to poor all right alex and austin uh tythonus is a warrior monk of nemesimi lover of es his powers are his incredible age he is thousands of years old immortal the strength of nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine men he carries a sword and sings like the sound of night crickets chirping Oh, okay. That's the end of the sentence. Night, night crickets chirping. That's what you said. Yeah, you got some some things. Yeah, you just gotta. I thought um, you were just gonna end it with the sound of night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. I thought it was never gonna end. Yeah. No, that was. Yeah, Tythonus is the character's name. Uh, my name is not Alex. Uh, char- I'm playing a character named Tythonus. Just wanted to make that clear. So, it sounds like you're playing the weird character. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what is Tythonus' deal? Like, what's his, uh, instead of a talent, what's like, why is he a weird character? Um, Tythonus is uh, capable of incredible feats of strength. He, uh, long ago... Are, are we doing our, our elevator pitch yeah, right now? So what how is it that you have lived for so long? Like what's your deal? Oh wait, hold on. Maybe I'm wrong. Austin, is this something that we should be like introducing introducing to each other in game? Um it'll uh it'll be funnier, I think, if we do it in game. Uh but if we just do the elevator pitch now, we can cut this stuff out, but then later on when we like introduce the characters when we first see them. Well, I guess this was my original question. Like, as a one-shot, do you think we should be having, like, the, you know, the investor meeting? Even if we don't do that, like, when you first kind of imagine it's... Um, do you remember uh, the Breakfast Club? You see all the kids come to detention, and you immediately get, like, okay, she's the rich daddy's girl. Oh, this kid's the goth. This kid's the bad boy. This guy's a nerd. Like, you get that immediately. Like, whatever the... If we don't want to do the investors thing, that's cool. Just do the, um, like, like the, you're all the hanging first out time, the hideout. Yep, the first time we see us at the at the hideout, then boom, it's you. We immediately describe us where it's like this is what this character is all about. Okay, cool. Well, then on that subject, um, why don't you guys each give an attribute then for what your inspectors franchise looks like? Like how whether it's established, whether it's like new, uh, whether it's had any success in the past or this is your first job, that kind of stuff. 
I would imagine this is uh, this is very new in in our career, if not the very start of it. Okay. Um, so, do you want this to be like you guys' first mission together? Maybe not our first. Okay. So maybe like um, you guys have have uh, have worked together before, but as Austin said, like one of the first few. Okay. Um, so it sounds like that's a pretty new franchise. Um, the rules suggest that that would be like maybe like ten franchise dice, which is like sort of pretty low in the totem pole. Yeah, and especially if we only have, and if, especially if we only have two characters collecting those franchise dice. True. That's a good point. Did, uh, would you, so, Lee? Would you prefer we be more experienced? No, I'm indifferent. Oh, okay. Sorry. The the message suggested otherwise. Well, I just want to win this game. Okay. Well, that's actually a very interesting point because uh, the suggestion is like basically double the amount of franchise dice you have as like the win condition. And there's only going to be two players who can earn franchise dice. Maybe we should lower that a little bit. Like maybe like a seven franchise dice situation. Oh, I see. I thought it was otherwise. Okay, cool. All right, so let's say seven, um, which is like a very fledgling organization. Uh, where is this place located? These are also uh, the dice we can spend as well, right? Or is that sort of... So these are the franchise dice are stuff that's going to go in one of four places, and you guys have to pick. Yeah, you have to okay. allocate them between a credit card, a gym card, and a library card, and those correspond to. Okay, tech, what's the fourth place? The bank, which is oh, sort of okay. like a wild card place. Um, and when you roll a bank die, you have a chance to either like gain more bank dice or lose it all, and they okay. can be used anywhere. Cool. So what's where is this franchise located? New York City. All right. Sure, New York New, City. I'll be ex New York expecting City. you guys to give me really specific locations that I'll be like, no. Yeah, you're there. describing walking down a street. I'm like, no, that street isn't that long. Mm -hmm. That's original street. Ray's pizza, idiot. Not Ray's original <laughs> pizza, you stupid shit. Your character would never go there. How long has he lived here? It's famous, though. <laughs> You're describing little Bosnia, not little Herzegovina. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, one sec. Let me pull up the franchise thing. You don't want to have it take place in uh, a city that we make up that has the name of another city that really exists in the same state on the same coast? <laughs> this wouldn't be Palm City, would it? Uh... <laughs> Um, Alex, give me another attribute about this franchise that you guys are in. It's just getting off the ground. Yeah. You guys have only done a couple jobs together. It's in New York City. What sort of makes this place unique? I think I'm going to change characters because we keep like using my name, and I like you know don't want to you know. No, it's I, too late I don't for know. that. Yeah. No, I see, don't it's know. written I... right there. I can read it. It says Tythonus, and that's your face. Yeah. So you expect you, me to suspend my disbelief that that can just change? You keep calling me by, you know, your meat my, name. Yeah, my meat name. Your, All your, right. your dead name. Yeah, I gotta get in character here, Carl. You guys gotta keep calling. I ain't fucking spooky. All right. Um. So, 
All right, this place well, it's, is... It's been a good game, guys. Yeah. Um, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. No, um, there are... This place, I'm imagining Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, there's like a, a cool news station nearby. Um, and we know April, who works there, always wearing a, a yellow jumpsuit. Super cool, always... Always has her finger on the pulse of the spooky whereabouts in town. So we always have the latest scoop. Um, I imagine, too, this is a, you know, perhaps 90s or, or people don't have cell phones and um, people use pay phones. Uh, town has, you know, the area has some garbage that's littered around. But so it's like it's like early 90s New York. Yeah, that's what oh, I'm okay. imagining. So you're, you're giving us a whole time period. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. I don't know anything about the 90s. All I know they didn't. That they were fictional. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just watched yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, it was a very long time ago. Yeah, it was very long ago. Um, better times. Okay, so we're in the 90s in the heart of New York City at a scrappy up-and-coming place uh, with a bunch of um, colorful locals around. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. Uh, oh, and most uh, important question. What's the name of the franchise? I like, I like the idea that it's literally a franchise. Like, we, like there's a larger ghost-busting company yeah, and we uh, like purchased a franchise to do it in this area of New York, like Gatekeepers right. Inc. Okay, and you guys sort of like scrounged up together, or like got some backers, and um, now you're the latest branch of. Mm -hmm. My my immediate joke was to make a Rick Moranis joke of Dick Less Rectum, but that's that's not that's not anything for a name of a company. That's a that's the name of a fictional man, but it's not the name of a fictional company. Um, uh, Rick yeah. Moranis is a okay. Well, I guess Dick Lutz, Dick Lutz Rectum is a fictional man. Yeah. Dick Less and Rectum, you know, mm -hmm. is the, the original partners. That yeah, kind of does sound like a law firm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What if we're called uh, Ghost Grabbers? Ah, uh, yeah, that's good. The ghost, ghost grabbers. Ghost grabbers. Fa Phantom fingers. <laughs> All right. Phantom, Phantom finders. There's well, one that's got a little less. Right, we've got Amanda. we've got ghost. What got about ghost, grab ghost grabbers? Phantom fingers and Phantom finders. Spooky and sons. Spooky and sons can work, or. Uh, spectral spotters. <laughs> Carl, I almost spit that drink out. Well, now I'm on um, a track, and they all sound bad at this point. <laughs> ghost blasters. Ghost blasters. Um, Boobagon. Since we're not established, I, what if we have, like, different views as to what the name should be. I and mean, it's like a running gag that we're 
uh, sharing that with other people. That'd be cool with me, but that, that would go against the idea that you've bought the latest branch of a particular company. We could buy the, well, if it's a true franchise, yes. But if it's just like we've, we've bought out this business, then no, right? We okay. still own the business, even if we're in disagreements as to what we should rename it. Maybe it's got some like really bland, terrible name by default that none of us like. All right, let's say that it, the company you bought from is Ghost Blasters, Inc., and you all hate that. And none of you have decided, like, you all introduce yourself as something different. Often as different things to different people. King of Grasshoppers. Associate at Ghost Blasters. I'm the CFO of Boobagon. Yeah. I'm actually pretty fond of that one. Um, Alright. Okay, so let's say um, it's a Friday. You guys are hanging around uh, at the latest at, at the the Ghost, Ghost Blaster Inc. franchise. There's there's no sign over your place yet because you haven't figured out what you want to be called. And um, I imagine the insides of this place are pretty sparse. Maybe like a really loudly decorated uh, sofa in like '90s style. Some bean bags. Uh, yeah. Crappy TV. It looks like a throwaway set from like an in living color uh, sketch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like a Friends is playing on the TV. Uh, yeah, that that was the nineties, right? Could it be any more haunted? <laughs> yeah. Um, someone what? someone mentions that it's Spartan in there, and Pythonus is like the the Spartans actually had a great sense of decor. Well, I'm gonna say that it's just the three of you in there. Okay. So any, any sayings going on are going to come from a character. Um, what? I'll say it's very Spartan in here. Oh, Neil. The Spartans actually had a great sense of decor. Very elaborate. And those, those were the guys who were super, super ripped in the history books, right? Sean says as he's... Uh, as as Ty Tythonus is helping him do another another dope set of uh, of bench presses, they they were ripped and famously assholes, all of them. But their wives actually they did quite well with the they they stayed home and did much of the governing. The governesses had elaborate, beautiful homes. They were a wonder to behold. Uh. That sounds that sounds great. I I'm a big fan of I'm a big fan of elaborate and beautiful homes. That's all to say that this place is not Spartan at all. In fact, this place sucks. Oh, I don't know about that. Hold on. Just let me uh, uh, one more. Uh, uh, Rewrack me. Rewrack me. It, get it. Get it. So as Sean is like, as Tythonus is just watching Sean struggle to put this thing back on, um, Sean, roll roll a one intensity stress roll. Okay. Uh, this, this, this is the Dark Souls of Inspectors. Yeah. Get uh, ready. So much so that I wasn't I didn't have dice right. <laughs> didn't expect in this introduction yeah, that, scene. That's when most deaths happen before you're ready. Okay, so when you roll a stress roll, you roll um, 
something. I'm oh, a one stress roll. So I just roll one die. That's the deal. Uh, I, got a, I got a two. Oh my god, this was a terrible mistake. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> so stress <laughs> roll. So on a two, I'm frazzled. Okay. Um. Is this something that happens frequently in your place that like Tythonus is just not willing to help out or he's just like inattentive? He's just he's just inattentive. Um and he gets into his monologues. And honestly, Sean should know better to do uh to rely on him to spot him. Uh it's just, he's just so strong, Sean keeps forgetting. And he's so tall, Sean keeps being impressed. Okay. I'm trying to see how we can incorporate like how are you guys gonna introduce each other? considering you already know each other and are just hanging out. Well, we're not introducing ourselves to one another. We're introducing ourselves to the audience. Okay. And just, and just doing like a, a thing that kind of tells something about us. Okay. Like an an um, anime spin around where it's like, you, you, I don't know. Well, little... imagine, imagine it like, uh, yeah, just, just an episode of, of, of Star Trek. You see like, Oh, Worf Sean, like, so re-racks it and is like, oh, like just stay, breaks the fourth wall and is like, oh, Sean Banksy. Hey, guys. What's up? Yeah. We had a lot of fun today. Yeah. But don't lift on your own. It's a serious problem. Oh, we need to keep doing uh, oh, like the, PSAs. The 90s like style cutaways? Yeah. I'm thinking more Malcolm in the Middle, I think. Um Okay, so as as uh, as Sean is sort of struggling on his own to get this weight that's too heavy for him back in place, and Titanus is I, unimpressed. Should I bother with those those numbers or not even worry about that? Let's not. Let's say you're okay. in your safe space. I thought that'd be like a teaching moment, but I was like, oh, never mind. Each one of these has the potential to just be horrible. Yeah, this game. So, this game. This game has like a way to quickly like end itself, but it also has a death spiral element to it. Yeah, I, I see that now. <laughs> I was reading the two thing. I was like, oh, you, you won't even leave the door and it's like you're half the man you were. <laughs> hey, it's my regular day. <laughs> okay. Um, so, okay, you guys are doing your thing and you, you hear a buzz on the door uh, and like a followed immediately... Following the buzz immediately, like a soft, like very weak, like tapping on it. And I say, hello. Hello. Neil's like, I'll get it. Ah. <laughs> Thought we were going to get that this time. All right. So, Neil, your voice you is improving. Thanks, Shay. Oh, Beautiful. Thanks, thanks Titan. I appreciate it. You have the voice of the night. Of crickets, and I appreciate it. Oh, did it, you have? I many years I have walked this earth, and I have seen so much potential in you, Banksy. Oh, one really one day you will also sing like the crickets. It's putting a lot on me, I but I appreciate it. So who's there? Neil O'Neill opens the door. And you see before you a um, a short man who has uh, his left arm and his left leg are clearly like smaller than his right arm and his right leg. So he walks with oh. kind of a limp. Uh, disgusting. And he has he has an eye patch over his left eye as well. And he looks up at you, and his remaining eye looks pretty normal. It's just like a bright blue, 
he's like, uh, hey, sorry, pal. We um, um, we have a strict no solicitors policy. Um, you know, I'll see you around. He slams the door in his face. And you, you slam the door, and there's a pause. And after like a few seconds, he like rings and then starts like knocking again in the exact same fashion as he did previously. Uh, Who's there? Yeah, Neil just like uh, whip open the door. He'd be like, I, I told you once, guy. And he, he puts out his, his short left arm in like in a feeble attempt to like try and catch this door. He thinks he's going to slam on him. And he says, uh, no, no, I, I, I'm no solicitor. Well, maybe a solicitor of your services, if, if you don't mind. Now don't sir. touch me with your short, stunty arm. <laughs> And he, he takes it back. He's like, I'm so sorry. I, I apologize. Pe people are constantly telling me that, and I just can't remember. Um, and he says, look, uh, I, I have a friend, and I, I don't know if this is you know, against the rules or whatever, but they told me that they, ha they worked with you a couple months ago, and they said that you could help me out. I've got a problem. No, no. We're brand new. We're not even the Ghost Blasters guy. You want, you want some, some, you know... I don't know where the Ghost Blasters, you know, other uh, remaining uh, the businesses are, but we don't do that here. We just got a strict no undead death sort of policy here. We're like demons, you know, a dog with two heads, stuff like that. I think this is when Sean, Sean kind of like, he's toweling off and we see him kind of get up and he's like an extremely muscular, but fairly, sh very short man. Mm -hmm. So he's like very, very muscular, but he's only like 5'2". And he's like, he's like, hey, pal, listen, we're not the Ghost Blasters. We're Boobagon. And so if you want the Ghost Blasters, you can, you can either talk to us and, my God, you're disgusting. Look <laughs> at you. You're gross. Come See, back that's... here when you, when you grow up, kid. And he slams the door, too. <laughs> that's exactly uh, what I was thinking. That man was a pervert, obviously. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> denying it a man of that stature is obviously close enough to the ground so he can suck his own dick <laughs> do you really think he can <laughs> that's the only reason anybody would be that short not like us guys who are all real tall right and he looks around and he's clearly like a foot and a half shorter than everybody <laughs> he's like huh well Tythonus will swing the door back open and he's still standing there like clearly perplexed uh, he hasn't like raised his arm to like scratch it again. No, he's still there. Um, yeah, and he's like, uh, I, aren't you guys the Phantom Finders? Yeah, that's like, a good name. Why the wrong door? That's a great name. We're the Ghost Blasters. We're the Fantastic Finders. It's a says, sore subject, but carry on. We were gonna, we were like, gonna uh, go with, we were gonna go with boobagon, but when you type it in, it assumes you meant boobgon, and it brings us to a lot of porno post-op pornography that I've, I've been getting, beginning to develop a taste for, honestly. But Banksy, Banksy, shush. Sorry. What kind of curse has blighted you, my son? <laughs> he says, um, "Was it a witch? I Did a witch do this to you?" He says, maybe. Where I was, was hoping you witch? could tell me. He says, well... So you used uh, to look normal? There's a... Uh, excuse me, sir. 
Did you ask so, to be what half do you as, mean by that? To be 50% as large as you previously were. Yeah, and with, and, with four limbs that are the roughly the same size, like normal size. And I think and, that this guy is actually like an inch or an inch and a half taller than Sean. And he's like, yeah, yeah you gross little perv. <laughs> <laughs> he, he like, he starts getting flustered and he's like, he's trying to wipe the sweat off his hands uh, on his shirt. And he like, he, like scratches the back of his head. Hands, he uh, he lifts up the eye patch on his left eye, oh, just, like no. to like rub his eye, and it's just the exact same as his other eye. Like they're both just regular looking blue eyes. And he like yes, gives it a good creep. rub, and he puts it back down. And he says, uh, "I, I, I don't know. Maybe I have the wrong place. All, all I know is there's this. I don't know what to call. It. There's this infestation. There's this." I don't know what I don't even know what they are. I, I I've I've worked in a shop most of my adult life and there's these things in there and someone my friend told me that you guys deal with, you know, the grasshoppers. Weird stuff. Yeah, but you work in a sex shop. So you're a creep. What kind of <laughs> And he says, uh, sir, I assure you, my appearance, which I have spent a long time becoming comfortable with, especially around uh less polite strangers, has nothing to do with the scenario that I am describing. Look, we don't want to buy anything from your sex shop guy. It says, I sell fruits and vegetables, sir. What the customer does with them is not my business. Guys, Neil, Tythonus, hold on. What kind of sex is this that we're talking about? Hold hold on, I'm sorry. I hate to interrupt you guys, because we're all, I know we're all equals here, because we're all all equally tall and handsome. Hold on, and he, he steps up on a small ladder, and he rings a bell. And he's like, you know, you know what the, you know what the Boobagon code says. If we've got a fruit man, he's a friend in hand. And it says that stitched on like several pillows that are on like couches. And he, and his, this guy's eyes, eye widens. He's like, that's what my grandpa always used to say. No, well, you should have said you were a fruit man. Is your grandpa a fruit man? You should have led with that. My grandpa was one of the finest fruit men. You know, he handed the store down to my ma, and my ma's going to hand it down to me. Oh, oh my but God. That's, hold on. That's if it he doesn't go fruit. belly up. Wait, hold on. Your grandfather was a fruit man? Born and raised. Hold on. Mm. And Sean takes out an amulet that he has that's cut in half. <laughs> he's it's like, like a peach. Yeah, he's like, wait. Have and- you ever... Yeah, they do kind of look this, related now. This guy like it. sees this amulet, this half amulet, and he takes a step back and he tries to compose himself. He's like, "Ah, uh, uh, where'd you where'd you get that, sir? Did you know my grab? No, that's impossible. No, I mean, I it's my grand my grandpa had. You know what? Forget I said anything. I, those Wait, are come my back. pillows, by the way, and they mean something completely different. <laughs> and he says, uh, it must just be a coincidence that my grandpa well, I... had a, a little amulet look just like that. It was it was broken, though, but he showed it to us a few times. We keep it in the store, you know, if you're a collector. Uh, of course, I, I'd love to have a I'd love to have someone if I could only find the other person who has the other half of this. <sighs> This nectarine amulet. Yeah. Mm. We are all on our own mission here. Thanks, Shy. 
I myself have been cursed to roam this land, seeking men for sexual congress until the end of time. For it was the witch of Eos who blessed me. She said, I, Terpeshkor, the undulant voice of midnight and daughter of memory, grant this man strength, endurance, and life until he may form union with or of 10,000 men. And I think while this is going on, he just keeps talking. He keeps giving this spiel and all the other characters are like kind of looking down at their shoes and that kind of thing. And uh, yeah, I've heard this a thousand times. For thousands of years, I've roamed these lands. Maybe you'd get more men if you didn't tell this story every five minutes, Tithonus. And uh, this guy quietly says, I haven't heard it. Oh, yeah. You guys should uh, have a coffee and talk about it. Rise and be known as Tithonus, voice of the night and the shackler of the underworld gates. And Sean and Neil like, like motion the guy to sit down. Like, uh, sit down. <laughs> it's gonna be going for a little bit. I understood this to be a blessing for me to form a union of men to rise against Athens. However, it turned out that I was, I was rather cursed to roam the earth, immortal, until I have sexual congress with ten thousand men. Speaking of 10,000, that's what it's going to cost to get rid of any sort of supernatural uh, infestation at your place. That doesn't come cheap. And uh, this guy, like, entranced by this, like, ancient, this this bizarre story he's hearing for the first time, uh, sort of, like, snaps his head a little bit and turns looking. By the way, he's still standing in the street. Uh, and, like, you see, like, people walking by behind him. There's, like, cars honking their horns. Yeah, we better uh, bring him in so people don't think we're talking with someone like him. Okay. He says, "Uh, I appreciate that. And he comes in and um, he goes to sit on one of your couches. And he says, uh, well, I I don't know. 10,000, that's, is that, I mean, I don't, is that the going rate? Uh, For, uh, you want to check it out first? The ghost blasters, they charge twice that much. Yeah, it's, it's, new new discount as the corporate uh the, as the cfo of boobagon uh i'll have to tell you that while well that that is not an uncommon rate uh listen that's kind of par for the course but we can maybe work out an installment plan as uh you know i understand that you uh have a need and honestly we could if if you could maybe get our help to get our name out there, which of course is Boobagon. He, he uh, nods. Oh, I, okay, Boobagon. Then maybe that's maybe if that's you what leave a good was. review. Yes, in in the newspaper because it's the early nineties. I'll take yes. listen, listen, you guys. I'll take out a full page ad if you can just save my store. I'll I'll do that. I'll do a full page ad every Sunday from here to the end of the year. We've really been trying to get the name out. It's he true. Nods and says, "So, all right, ten thousand. I, I think we could, we could probably make that work. You know, I'll have to, I'll have to talk to my mom. But um, you know what? It's that or nothing, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, now what? What are we talking about? What kind of infestation?" And he says, uh, "Oh boy, it's a real doozy." Um, and uh, he says, "It's just that's the thing. You know, I've dealt with." Uh, you know, uh, 
locusts before. I've dealt with ants. I've dealt with um, cockroaches. You know, mundane stuff, weirder stuff. But this, You've been this is real weird stuff. Oh, well, sure. You know, just regular store keep stuff. Um, the stories my grandpa would tell me are things he had to deal with back in the old country. This seemed tame, but until the other, until last week when we started getting these, um, you know, they, it's like you try to swat them, but when the, when the swatter hits the ground, there's nothing there. And, you know, you, you might be saying that's just flies, but these are like shadows. I love that song, When the Swatter Hits the Ground. It's a good one. But now, what kind of store did you say that you were running, Mr. Um, what was your name again? Oh, Tanner. Ted Tanner. Ted Tanner. Ted Tanner. And Sean looks at him. Ted Tanner. He, like, nods vigorously, but sort of in a lopsided fashion, with, like, <laughs> his right side higher than his left side. And, like, as he nods, like, his, like, misshapen left hand sort of nods along. Yeah, Sean's clearly doing some kind of, like, how to win friends and influence people, like, how to memorize a name, like, Ted Tanner. Yeah, he's like, that's the one, that's me. Ted Tanner. Now, Ted. I don't you... know, guys. I don't know if 10 grand's enough. He says, listen, if you guys need to talk about it, I understand. You know, I run a tight ship myself, and... I, I won't be offended. It's just I was told that you guys were the ones to deal with it. How about you? If you guys Ted want to talk it over, over there, I won't curse listen. from witches, and now he's blighted by shadows. I believe that he's come to us through divine intervention, or perhaps some sorcery has brought him here. But if Ted has already survived this this curse that has racked his body, that has mangled him into this this misfortunate form then it is the least we can do uh neil says aside to sean i just think tythonus here is interested in uh number 4761 if you know what i mean i i know but i always i always assumed that tythonus was not into people so weird i'm in short. the nine thousands Oh. It's been thousands of years, and I've made a lot of progress in the past decade. Things have really changed. It's true. It's true. It is the nineties. It is. It is the nineties. There's certainly no issues around <laughs> huge, huge numbers. Having <laughs> huge numbers of sexual partners in the in the early <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's the only thing I know about the 90s. <laughs> the, uh, anyway. The 60s were a hell of a time, too. Yeah. All kinds of people would slip in there. I may have lost track. How do you know? Now, do you know when... I'm sorry, Ted. We have to have a conversation real quick. Now, how do you oh, know yeah. when, when you hit 10,000, are you going to be aware? Strength, but at 10,000... I, the curse will surely be lifted and my mortal form will disintegrate. So after you... So Wait, so you're doing all this so you can die? It's... Living is torture. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This guy's oh, crazy. So, so, you're, so it's like that Highlander movie with the Christopher <laughs> Lambert and... Uh, 
and uh, the the Kurgan guy and uh, James Bond, how they had Clancy Brown. Wants, Clancy Brown. And, and he wants All to die. All my friends are dead. All of them. Oh, that's that's a terrible thing to hear. Now, uh, Neil. Now, did you and notice Neil's been that like he's trying that, to like be polite and like not listen, but he's been like looking around at your stuff, of which there's very little, like hobbling about and like looking at couches and TV. Well, not not Ted, but Neil. Oh, um, I'm sorry, I forgot that okay. which character's name was which. Yeah. You're you're good, Neil. Did you notice that he said that all his friends were dead? Is that kind of a little bit of a kick in the butt to us? I mean, I know we're coworkers, but still. Well, he's little... flat out crazy, so I wouldn't take it personally. I mean, but still, uh, it's it's a little it's a little insulting. I mean, we're all tall, handsome guys hanging out here in NYC. You know, there's a there's that Seinfeld show, and uh, that show's funny funny as all get out. I want to watch another episode of that at any point that I can. But uh, honestly, did I say my friends? I meant uh, Sean. I meant my. Family are all dead, not my friends. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's better. I should, <laughs> there's one thing I shouldn't do. It's misspeak. And miss, uh, speaking is exactly what got me into this mess. For I was supposed to be blessed to form a union of 10,000 men to rise against the Athenians. However, it was a, perhaps a speech impediment that led to my current, uh, I won't call it a, a curse, because it really, it, it, hasn't, it hasn't been terrible. I just didn't expect to be walking this earth immortal for thousands of years, seeking the arms of men. So that I may finally leave this mortal coil. Like, just thank God it's the '90s, pal, because you didn't get away with saying shit like that a few years ago. Anyway, Ted, so you were saying there's an infestation in your now. What does your source store sell? What kind of store is it? And Ted like pretends to like snap back to listening to you, even though he's been listening the whole time, very surreptitiously. Uh, he says, "Oh, uh, fruit, vegetables, all manner of produce." That's right. You're a fruit man. I'm a fruit man. Nice. I appreciate that. Seeds in the weeds. Am I right? <clears throat> Up top. Yeah. He, he like goes to do like a complicated like fruit man handshake with you. Yeah. It, it involves like you go to high five, but instead act like you're peeling a banana. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And do you know this high five, this, this handshake? Yeah. A hundred percent. Yes. Awesome. All right. Yeah. yeah well, well, Ted's, well, Ted is formerly the IT guy for um, Shapes Gym, the gym for women. He's the only man that they ever let have a membership. Um, Are you talking about Sean or Ted? Sean, I'm sorry. Well, Sean, yeah, Sean's a former IT guy for Shapes Gym. Um, he, uh, Shapes Gym was, by the way, on the cutting edge of technology in the early 1990s, of course. Mm -hmm. I think we all knew that. Um, yeah, he's is the child of... He's a scion of a fruit family. Mm. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Ted says, well, what is, what's it going to be, fellas? Um, have I come to the right place? Yeah, let's check out this infestation of yours. And he, like, he, he like goes to shake your hand, like, oh, thank you so much, Mr. Neil O'Neill. No need to shake on it. We've got a stock contract you can sign right here. 
He says, oh, of course, of course. What was I thinking? And here. <laughs> he, he signs. And the initials there. <laughs> yeah. He initials there with like a, a flourish. Great. Well, we'll um, be seeing you in, in two to six weeks. We'll let uh, you know when. Uh, I, oh, um, hmm. You know, you're, you're, you're the boss here, but I thought maybe it could be a little sooner, you know, on account of, you know, it, it's hard to run a store when there's all these. Okay. I'm, we I'm have a separate contract for that. Give me one second. Now is your paperwork already filled out? It says, uh, n n I guess that's not. All right. Well, no. hold on. We'll have to, you'll have to come over here to this other window. Hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll. He like uh, shambles over to you. He's, yeah, like, he's like, of course. We need to know the policy limits of your insurance. Says, oh, I have that. And he like takes out like a, a mess of like like wadded up papers from his pocket. Um, and do you have a beneficiary on your your life insurance yet, or no? Oh, it's it's my mom. It's still my okay. mom. Okay. Okay. We may need to change that. Uh, so will this be a dangerous job, sir? For for me? I think you know the fruit man's code, which says. If there's appeal, we got a deal. And I, oh, I think you know that means how dangerous it is because you got to squash whatever you can't wash. And he nods solemnly. Um, and the fruit man so, always pays. Even, that's not one of them, sir. Even <laughs> in death, he will pay. It's, it's, it's true. I'm sorry, Tythonus. I got to back Ted up here. That's not one of the fruit man's <laughs> codes. Now, if we're talking, we're talking veg dudes, those guys. Yeah. hundred percent. Who knows what their situation is? Yeah. Well, he says, all right. I mean, if you say they got so, really, um, at some point they got really into Jesus and computers and I think they wanted to make a cartoon. Now, again, I don't know why they of people who are obsessed with vegetables would want to make a cartoon specifically about Jesus and, uh, you know, other various biblical exploits. Also, they're under the impression tomatoes are vegetables and don't get me wrong oh he I mean, rolls his eye he's like oh exactly. absurd i can never suspend my disbelief long enough to even give it a shot why are you wearing an eye patch he says oh sorry i'm i'm afraid that's you know that's medical that's very private information we I need to you, know there's private a medical, information there's a if we're gonna reason. get this infestation thing sorted this i think we've related. solved the shadow right now he yeah. sighs heavily. He's like, "Well, I, he's a witch." If you say so, and he like, like with laboriously with his left hand goes to like pull his his eye patch up, and he's like, he like points at it. It's like, see? Then he puts it back down. Yeah, your eyes fine. What are you talking about? Oh, that's so kind of you, sir. I, I appreciate that. That's it's very sweet. Yeah, so we're back to square one. This guy's a crazy guy. He says, "Well." All right, I guess just give me a ring before you, if you're, when you're on your way over. Um, you know, you're welcome to come by the store before the two to six weeks if you if you need anything, if you just want to talk. You know, looks over at like Tythonus or whatever. Just, I guess you know where to find me. To talk. <laughs> and he like nods and then he just sort of like starts heading out the door. Oh, nice guy. Yeah. I look forward to investigating this mystery in two to six weeks. 
Smash smash cut to us at his place before he arrives there. <laughs> oh, that brings up an interesting thing. One of the major mechanics in this game is the confessional, which I'm not sure if, if you guys remember. Mm-hmm. But uh, a character can once per scene have a confessional where you like sort of like are the talking head, like addressing directly the audience. And the general like thesis of it is you add something. So like like the main categories are like you add a characteristic to somebody else or you add a plot device that will come to fruition like shortly or you add like a time shift where it's like and then this happened but basically the premise is like you contribute something to the world that changes what's going to happen next i meant that just as a joke rather than to waste a confessional thing but no, I'm not saying you should. I was yeah. just pointing out. I'm not sure if like Lee and Alex remember that's like a thing in this game. No, I remember. I, 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 I remember it. being like a way to get back dice that we had lost from like stress uh, losses oh, right. or whatever. It, it does that too. But if it's once per scene and not like once per session, then I'm cool with it. Right. Again, that has nothing to do with what you should do now. I'm just reminding you that exists. Um, so, what's you guys' plan then? So, like, you have this guy's information. You know where his store is. You've gotten sort of a vague description of the problem. Um, what's your sort of, like, MO at this point? I assume, like I said, like, this, we, we tell this guy it'll be, it'll be X number of weeks, and then by the time he gets back to his store to try to open it again, it's like, we're already there. I'm perfectly cool with that, if that's what you guys are doing. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, okay. Like- yeah, so, all right, yeah, let's say, like, uh, this was, like, a show, the camera, instead of, like, following you guys' decision-making, just follows Ted, like, as he, like, very, like, mundanely goes down the street, tries very hard to get a cab, and, like, clearly many of them pass him by. Uh, he sort of gives up after a while and, like, commits to walking back to his storefront. He's, like, whistling. He, like, hands some, like, s- some bread to, like, some birds and squirrels. He, oh, and, hold uh, on. Hold on. Yeah. He hands he hands them bread. Yeah. Just like <laughs> that term like is very giant... funny. He hands a bird a piece yeah. of bread. It's very transactional. It's like he owed this bird and he was gonna collect <laughs> one way or another. Yeah, this bird goes like who who he's got a little <laughs> club. Yeah. Um this guy's not got a lot of luck in his life. Um and he, he sort of gets to his street and he, he comes up to the his storefront. And uh, he, uh, the, the door has a sign outside that says closed. And he opens the door to go inside. He closes the door behind him. He turns on the lights. And there you guys are. Ted, uh, is this I thought really... about what you said. Turn off He's those like... lights. He's like, oh, God. It's a shadow that... thing. You can't put the lights on. Yeah, Ted, like, come on, please. You know, like, uh, rule ha- one about shadow <laughs> infestations? Have it like, I'm sorry. Some... I'm sorry. Have some respect like... for other professionals, please. We're not questioning the temperature at which you keep the zucchini, yeah, which is a fruit. You People will say it's a vegetable. Six of the thing you just initialed. He, he scrambles to turn off the light. He like fumbles a bit and he gets it. It's like I'm so sorry, my, my mistake. If we're like, going I'm... to catch this witch who blighted you, we... <laughs> you need to keep the lights off. Like there was no. Uh, okay, I'm uh, all right. Awesome. Um, can can I get you guys anything? Uh, uh, is have you met my mom? Is she here? Oh my God! 
cut to uh, Ted's mom, who we've tied up because we thought she was a ghost. You can sp- ripping the duct tape off of her mouth. Is this her? Wait, it's yeah. your mom. We she has normal arms. Like, well, oh, how could mom, we mom. And he like runs over like the the back of the stands, the back of the store. He's like, oh, mom. No, no eye patch either. Yeah, oh. no, she's perfectly normal looking. She's just like a dowdy, like short and stout uh, woman. Um, she's just like, oh, Ted. It's like, who are these men? He's like, uh, they're here to help, Mom. Thanks for listening in to this exciting episode of This American Dice presents Inspectors. Our cast for this episode included Alex as Tythonus, Lee as Neil O'Neill, Austin as Sean Banksy, and Carl as our Game Master. Inspectors is a game by Jared Sorensen, published by Memento Mori Theatrics. Join us next Friday for another exciting episode that'll tickle your funny bone, and then those bones will get up and haunt you on This American Dice.